Hey everybody, good evening, Damon Gonzalez. Welcome back to the Slip Punches Show, man. We're happy to be back. It's been uh, about a week or two. Been very busy, you know. Uh, just finished off uh, four weeks of uh, Boxeo de la Mundo series. Very, very happy and, man, kind of feel depressed, man. I'm not back in the ring, <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun, man. They put on some great fights. Uh, it was a great fight card. Just very happy to, to be a part of it. And a big shout out, big thank you to Duto Savala, Clovis, and, and Ruben De Jesus for the opportunity uh, for bringing me in the team and, and helping to support uh, All Star Boxing with some tremendous fights on Telemundo. Mundo. Uh, we'll be back next year. Definitely going to come back stronger than ever. So, looking forward to it. So this evening, you know, I just want to reach out to everybody, say hello. Uh, got a special guest coming on any minute. Uh, before that, you know, big shout out to our sponsors. We want to give a big shout out to Empire Pro Tape. Empire Pro Tape, man, some really good stuff, man. They have been uh, very, very supportive of the Slip Punches show. Uh, very supportive with our boxers. Some of the best tape in boxing. Some really great stuff. I'll tell you, man. Every boxer that had the opportunity to use this tape that I've spoken to, that I've uh, uh, helped uh, worked out, I'll tell you, man, they've been very happy and very pleased with the work. So we're, we're extremely excited, uh, extremely happy with their partnership in, in, in the, you know, uh, collaborating with, with us uh, on the show. So uh, weekend, as we know, uh, Jaime Mugia fights uh, tonight on The Zone. We're looking forward to that. Uh, uh, tomorrow night, Friday night, actually. And uh, then we have uh, Leo Santa Cruz and Tank Davis on the weekend. Uh, that's that's a good fight. It's a really good fight. And, it, you know, it depends what Leo Santa Cruz show up. Um, I think that, to me, Santa Cruz needs to, to fight him like he fought Abnormalis. He needs to go inside and just crack the living crack out of him. Just hit him. And, and, and that's something he needs to do. So... Uh, without further ado, let's bring on the champ to our show. Hi, hello, champ. Hello. How are you? Hi, how you doing? Good evening. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Slip Punches show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. This is great to have you on, and we apologize. We know that, that your training camp is going on. And, uh, of course, the big news, you're fighting in Florida next week. I am. I am. Thank you. No problem. I'm glad we were able to make this work. I'm, um, you know, it's a week out, so things are um, in the boxing world. It's regular, but, you know, a little frantic, but, you know, just getting the last things done. So, but I'm feeling great. I'm ready to do this. I'll tell you, champ, you've done so much in the sport, man. I commend you and, 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 and I'm very, very proud of you for everything you've done as, as a boxer. You know, you've, you've reached pedestals in, in this sport that are totally incredible. And, and, and what I love the fact is that you have a great story and, and you're not shy to talk about your story okay. and uh, tell us, tell us a little about yourself. And of course, you know, the life in Rhode Island and, and how things were growing up for you as you got into boxing. Tell us a little bit about that. 
Absolutely. Well, again, like I said, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. And I, like you said, I, I, I love sharing my story. I am very open. You can ask me anything about anything. Um, you know, I'm a little Rhode Island girl, not Long Island, New York. It's Rhode Island. You know, if you watch the the cartoon show Family Guy, that's where I'm from. Oh, oh <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it. But um, growing up in Rhode Island, I mean, I, I grew up. I'm, I'm the baby of five kids. Um, I've always been a sporty little rough kid. My mom wanted a cute little girl that was a girly girl that, you know, wanted to do what she did, which was do hair, nails, and, you know, be a, a ballerina. I want to ride motorcycles. I want to do all the rough stuff. But, um, you know, I didn't grow up in a, in a terrible, like, hood, you know, neighborhood, but I didn't grow up great either. It was a rough neighborhood and, you know, a single parent household where my father wasn't consistent um, in my life throughout my entire life, especially during that, the younger years. When I was really young, he was there and they got divorced around four. So then from then on, it was just my mom and my brothers and my sisters. Um, you know, growing up, first of all, in a single parent household and also being of mixed race, which is indigenous Native American and Cape Verdean. Those of you who don't know who Cape Verdean is, it's a little island off the west coast of Africa. But in America, I'm just a black, I'm a half black breed girl. You know what I mean? So That's what I'm talking um, about. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it is what it is. And it was, um, you know, it was tough to find my footing. You know, I'm a little tomboy. I want to do all the stuff that my big brothers did. And I was a city native, which is also a struggle in itself. I wasn't, you know, surrounded solely by my native people or solely by this people. You know, I'm just half. I didn't really know where to go. And then my sexuality, I dressed like a little boy. I wanted to do everything the boys do because I can do it too. But I'm a girl, you know, it was just um personal struggle. And then also being the last child, being the baby. And when my father, when they got divorced and it was just, you know, I thought things were my fault. I needed an outlet, um, you know, being the baby and having such a big age gap, you know, my, my brothers and sisters were going off to college and high school. So um, me, it was just me and my mom. So then, you know, two females were bumping heads, two form, strong native women in the same house, even if you're young, um, you know, we bump heads. So I, I from the ages around um, eight to 12, I went through a couple of things, um, just trauma as a kid. When I was 12 years old, I went, went through something um, really traumatic to myself, which I'm sure um, a lot of females can attest to that, you know. Um, I just needed, I didn't really have an outlet and I was trying to find my footing where I belonged. I didn't know I wasn't native enough. I wasn't black enough. I look like I'm half Asian, you know, there's just so much. So right. um, I was always sporty, always like playing basketball, always the only girl playing football with the neighborhood kids, you know, always do you no know, slap boxing with everybody. But for whatever reason, being from Rhode Island and not having boxing in my family like that, you know, we come from a very musically inclined family, singers, musicians. My father um, was actually on tour with Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. He did a lot of things musically. Oh, wow. Um, so boxing wasn't, yeah, boxing wasn't, um, like something that was a staple in my house. Fighting, yeah, maybe, but not boxing. So um, I really, I thought, you know, whenever I saw that HBO sign come on, I thought that, oh my God, it's Rocky. I love Rocky. I used to always love Rocky as a kid. And I thought, you know, I'd have to go to Philly or New York. I didn't think boxing was in Rhode Island. Um, I didn't really, as a kid, didn't hear the Vinnie Pazes or anybody yet, you know what I mean? So right. I always had aspirations of the art of boxing from an artist at heart. And the sweet science and the art of boxing or art of any kind of like combat sport, I've always been intrigued. So I started off with t-ball, softball, um, basketball was my first love, uh, volleyball. But again, I really I wanted to box. I wanted to do something like that. It just wasn't enough for me. The team sport is great, but because I was always left alone with dealing with my own personal things and struggles, I didn't really have somebody to talk to and an outlet. 
um, I need, I need that, you know, I need that soul, that soul sport. Like I had to depend on myself, you no know, boxing. It's one of those sports. That if you're having a bad day, you can't tag somebody and you can't say, you know, can you bench me for this world title fight? You got to fight. You know what I mean? So that just, that responsibility, like, so intrigued me. Um, I kind of, you know, I bugged my mom about it and she's like, I don't know anything about like where to even begin with that. So my, my father was in and out back and forth. And when he happened to come up, you know, I mentioned it and he had a family friend um, that he's like, you know, I think he, he trains his daughter. We'll bring you by the gym. And um, before that though, there was a, a man by the name of Domingo Talldog. Um, he was a, a fighter in the early nineties. He's a welterweight out of Connecticut. He's a native fighter. And my, my um, mother had mentioned, you know, he's, he's a vendor at the powwow. So I dance, do my competition. And I go bug him at his uh, stand. Like, Oh, can you teach me something? Like I really want to box, but he's just like, no I didn't, he didn't really take me serious. He didn't take me serious. It's funny because we talk about it now. And he's like, man, I didn't think you were going to do anything with it. So he would show me some things. I would stand and stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like kind of blow me off a little bit. He came to the house a few times, hung up a bag, showed me some things in the mirror. Almost kind of like to shut me up. Like, all right, stop bugging me, kid. You know what I mean? Then from there, you know, I kind of, you know, I started doing my little road work thinking I was like, you know, all hot and everything. And then when my father came up, and mentioned it. We had to, talked about it, and he brought me to Peter Manfredo's gym in Pawtucket, Rhode Island, um, around the age of 15. It was a hot, sweaty day. I walked in. Peter Manfredo Senior is like, "Hey, you don't want to be here, tight. You're a girl. You don't want to box." And then it's kind of went all uphill from there. I, I took a few classes. I sparred. I fought. Got my ass whooped <laughs> on my first fight. But I wanted to wow. figure out how how to not make that happen again. I didn't get discouraged. It was some like older lady that was a kickboxer. She busted my nose. I was pissed. I you know I was a teenage kid going through some rough patches. Um, I started sure. drinking when I was 11 years old. I started smoking weed when I was 11 years old. So that that was like a really serious turning point in my life. And I wanted to. It clicked. I was like, how do how do I get that back? I gotta get that. How do I make that not happen? And then it just kind of went from there. I'll tell you, you've done, again, so much in your career. You've won WBC belts. you won plenty belts. Win, lose, or draw. We're not going to talk about the fight, but talk about the last ever broadcast, fighting on the last ever broadcast of HBO. I mean, how humbling was that to, to fight on the biggest boxing network that we're all missing so much? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, just, it's funny because we, we weren't even supposed to be te televised. Um, a fight, you know, things happened the way they happened and a fight fell out. I was just honored to be fighting in California on an HBO card, Triple G card. Like, it's crazy. I get to fight Cecilia Brekus. It's crazy. Undisputed champ. And then we got a call. We was in Walmart like a week before getting, you know, a little last minute travel. I was with my manager, Brian Cohen, and we got a call. He's like, for real? Okay, great. He's like, yo. You're going to be on HBO. I was like, what? I'm screaming in the middle of Walmart. I thought it was like the best thing ever. And then, you know, it just really hit me. Like, I really grew up that the little bit of boxing I did grow up watching Tyson on HBO. HBO was like the pinnacle of like boxing. Like, you know, you've seen at least one boxing fight on sure. HBO. So it was such an honor to fight on there. Um, You know, but I was still, still there to do a job. But, you know, people always ask me, does it affect you, the crowd? Or, you know, people, if they told me 1.4 million people were watching, maybe before the fight, maybe it did something. <laughs> but it was such a, a huge step for women's boxing in a whole. They were able to, to, to witness women's boxing 
at its elite level for an undisputed fight with two elite fighters, you know, not, you know, some novelty to, you know, unskilled fighters and if people really got to know the sport in one of the best places to have boxing, California fans are great. You know what I mean? So it was, it was amazing. I kind of had to take it in, but put it aside too. When I walked out, it's like I had that moment of, wow, I'm really on HBO for like maybe five seconds, but I'm there to do a job too. You know what I mean? But it was awesome to be part of history. Absolutely. I represent my people as well doing so. Champ, I'll tell you, I mean, the doors opened again. You know, you're looking at a week away from from the WBA super lightweight female world title uh, mm-hmm. against a Canadian fighter, uh, Candy uh, Wyatt. What are your thoughts of Wyatt and, and what are your thoughts of going into this fight next week with her? Um, I mean, first of all, it's my first fight at 140 pounds. I've never fought at um, super lightweight ever. Um, but that's not a problem. Me, my my team and I, we, we come up with game plans. You know, I, I'm in the point of my career where, you know, I'm not a busy idiot. I don't just throw punches and hit right. the bag. There's a game plan. You know, I've been doing this so long on my own yes. that I know my, my body and I know where I need to get. My previous last three world titles were no manager, no promoter. My whole career has been self-made. You know, I've gotten calls. Hey, Kay, oh, you want to fight 160? I'm in the gym. Like, can somebody go to Spain with me next week? You know, it's been I've, that's been my career pretty much up until this, up until probably around 2016 is when I got with um, Brian Cohen, and from there, it's it, it's strategy. You know, boxing is just not just throwing punches. It's not just left hooks and right hands. So going into this fight. Um, you know, I don't ever train and take any opponent lightly. You know what I mean? I, I want to get the best out of me. Of course, we watch, we have game plans, and I trust my coach, my coaches, and my team so much. And I love boxing. I love watching. I love breaking it down. And we're all on the same, the same level. And my goal for every fight, no matter who I fight, is just to get better. I know I don't have a ceiling. I don't come to camp like, yeah, 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 I'm just going to hit the bag. We're going to do the Mayweather pad thing, and we're just going to – make the weight. It's what can we learn? What what can we work on? I don't care if I'm fighting somebody who's 38, oh, with 38 knockouts or oh, with 38 with no knockouts and they've gotten knocked out. I don't know what's going to happen. I want my my best self to show up for that fight. And that's that's what I'm looking forward to. Candy Wyatt, she's 10-1. I mean, she's a busy, busy fighter. She comes to fight. Um, She's used to fighting at 140. I feel great already. You know, I, I know myself, I know my body um, and I trust my team. So we're coming prepared for the best version of her, and hopefully she's prepared for the best version of me because that's what she's going to get on on the six, and she's not getting that title. It's mine. It's already mine. So I'm, I'll be happy to celebrate the victory. I appreciate her for taking the fight. We had some discrepancies going into the fight. Um, we can talk about that if you want. But, um, you know, I, I respect everybody who goes into that ring. It's not an easy game, and she stepped up to the plate like that. So she help make this fight happen. So we're going to go out there and we're, you know, we're both hungry. We both want it. And uh, I already know I'm going to come out the victor, um, but I respect her so much for take, stepping up and taking the fight. And we're going to have fun on the sixth. That's awesome. Chad, I'm going to look out for you because I'm going to be on the apron and I'm going to shoot the photos of your fight. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, so I, I got you with your photos and some empire pro tape. I'll take care of you. Cool means. Hey, Champ, it's also the weekend, and I'm sure you heard, it's the Florida Boxing Hall of Fame event. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. I didn't know that. During, during your fight, it's the actual Florida Boxing Hall of Fame weekend, and it's at the oh. same hotel. So participants that are going to watch you fight, let me just name one or two. 
Jeff Lehook Lacey is going to be a true fight. Yes. Oh, he's That's he's awesome. getting inducted. Nate Nate the Galaxy Warrior Campbell is going to be a true fight. Oh yes. My God. I had no idea about this. Oh yes. God. So they're going to be there and they're going to be rooting for you. And it's going to be extremely exciting because oh, the whole class, cool. the whole class of 2020 will be present at your fight to watch you fight. That means I really, really, really got to show up. Oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> Big shout out to TNK Promotions. TNK Promotions um, are putting on the card. And I'll tell you what, they're, they're wonderful here in Florida. They're doing big things. They're a great, great young promotion. They just did a show last week in this theater in Lakeland, Florida. And I kid you not, the venue was kind of like the the Radio City Music Hall in New York. It was just oh, wow. gorgeous. It was breathtaking, gorgeous, you know. So like big shout out to them. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, yeah, that I was. This is amazing that we even are able to do this right now in a normal setting, somewhat as much as uh, things are so abnormal right now in the world. So it just, it's a. I'm sure it's going to be a breath of fresh air for people watching boxing like it used to be. And um, you know, I just go out there and put out my, my best performance. That's awesome. That's, you know, congratulations to everybody who got inducted this year. You know, I'll be able to, we can all take a picture with my new belt. Hopefully that's that what's <laughs> That's what's up. And of course, you know, safety protocol will be in effect for all of us. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's going to be, you know, it's, it's humbling. It's exciting that we can all celebrate the sport of boxing in some capacity. You know, so it's yeah. pretty exciting that we're able to do that. Champ, give a shout out to all your friends, man. So many people adore you and love you, and we all do. You know, give a shout out to all your friends and 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 uh, all your supporters. Oh, well, no, first and foremost, again, like TNK Promotions, as well as my prom promoter, Lou DeBella, one of the best in the game, one, uh, the best as far as women's boxing goes, and the best promoter boxing, period. I mean, he loves the sport, and it shows in his success and in what he's done. Big shout-out to Split Team Management and also my manager, Brian Cohen. They've done a great job with me, and I'm excited to see where we can go. Big shout-out to my, my home gym back at home, Big Six Boxing Academy. I got a couple of um, stable mates fighting right now in UFC Fight Pass in Providence, Rhode Island. Big shout-out to my strength and conditioning coach, Sharik Ali Mendez. He also um, trains uh, Demetrius Bubu Andrade. Everybody from Providence, Rhode Island, my mom, thank you so much for always supporting me. Um, my best friend, Veronica, my other best friend, which is also my manager, Brian. That's like my right-hand man, my goon. Um, my entire nation of people, indigenous people, um, native, indigenous, wherever you are. You know, I, I say I fight for all nations, and I dearly do mean that, you know. And I also fight for causes. It's not just throwing punches for me. Um, I'm a, I'm a modern-day native warrior, and uh, I physically fight in that ring. And, you know, every punch is a prayer, so I just try to pass that positive energy as well to stand for something. You stand for nothing, you know, you're just going to fall for anything. So um, I also, you know, for all those kids out there that are telling you you can't do this, you're not going to be this, because that's what I got told all my life. Look where I'm at now, and this is just the beginning. You know, this, Don't put a ceiling on yourself. Everybody who's ever supported me, a huge shout-out to everybody who ever doubted me, who does doubt me, You know, sending out good, positive vibes to everybody. Um, and a big shout-out to my father. My father just recently passed away, so I'm dedicating this fight to him. He was a huge boxing fan. He you know, put aside um, anything that happened in life, you know, um, he was still my father and um dedicating this fight for him. He was very proud That's of awesome. his daughter, you know what I mean? So um this is for him. 
definitely. Champ, we thank you so much, and we're not going to keep you too long on the show, but we really hope to have you come back. Absolutely. Anytime. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for thinking about me and having me on your show. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, no to doubt. It's fight week. I'll see you Thursday and Friday. Absolutely. See you soon. Thank you so much, Damon. All right, Champ. Take care. Have a good one. All right. You too. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Slip Punches show uh, with Kali Reese. We appreciate you tuning in. Uh, great fighter. We're looking forward to her fight next Friday in St. Petersburg, Florida at the Marriott. Uh, presented by TNK Promotions. Uh, big shout out to them. Big shout out to Boxing Playhouse. They're going to be in the building. Sidestep Boxing is going to be in the building. My boy, the Green Eye Bandit, Will Montero, is going to be in the building. So we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a great night of boxing. And Damon Gonzalez from Latin Box Sports. We thank our sponsors, Empire Pro Tape. D, good looking out. We appreciate you. Keep on punching, and we'll talk to you later. Have a good night.